0: It's Friday right here on Locked On Spurs, which means another fan episode. But this time, we have a very special guest. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs, right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five in San Antonio. Glad to have you back. TGIF, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great day. Spurs play tonight. Yeah, they got another game. I think we know what probably is going to happen. They got Washington tonight, but uh, hopefully the Spurs uh, will just fare well. And uh, keep them draft lottery odds nice and crispy, ready to go because the season is already going to end. So as you heard, we're having another fan episode right here on Locked On Spurs, but a very special one. It's not often we have uh, actors uh, from our own backyard in Texas up on Locked On Spurs. It's rare, but yes, we have another one here. He is from Corpus Christi, Texas. Yes, homegrown from the big state here. He's also starred in Modern Family, Two Broke Girls. Glee. and personally for me i'm very jealous about this he actually acted with hound in a transformers michael bay commercial let's go to welcome in he is texas very own nathan ray clark nathan welcome to lockdown spurs
1: thank you jeff thank you for having me man i really appreciate it
0: yeah and I, I i i appreciate this too as i said it's rare that i get um people from your industry to hop on Lockdown spurs had a few but i'm glad you're here you're now officially the fourth one so you made the Lockdown Spurs Hall of Fame Actors winged. How's that?
1: I, You know, I'm glad I'm at <laughs> least not the fifth. So I'm glad I made it in the top five there for sure. So <laughs> You are
0: top five. Yes, Yeah, you are top five. But as everybody uh, just heard right now, Nathan is from uh, Texas, from Rome backyard out in San from San Antonio in the sense of uh, Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. And, y- you know, the first thing I got to ask is I think it's obvious Corpus Christi close to San Antonio, but. Nathan, you had a choice. You could have been in, in neutral ground. You could have been a Mavericks fan, and we would have been, all right, we get it. A Rockets fan, okay, we get it. But you actually are a big-time Spurs fan. How did you become one?
1: Well, look, one thing I'll say is this. It's like Dallas teams already had my support when I was a kid with the Cowboys, and right. the Rangers, Nolan Ryan, rest in peace, King, even though you're still alive. Um, I, you know, but – well, first off, also Houston as well. Houston had the Oilers. Sure, yeah. I didn't even. What the hell was an oiler? I knew what a cowboy was. I didn't know what an oiler was. <laughs> yeah, you know. And the Astros, I was like, I don't know what an Astro is. I know what a Ranger is, but, um, but as far as basketball, so I didn't really become a, a Spurs fan until, like, literally the season that Duncan got drafted, like at right. the end, at the end of that season, 96, 97, where just, you know, everything went down the drain. Um, And, uh, and it was my brother, mm-hmm. my brother. And I I call my brother. But this is actually my, uh, my best friend, sure. fortunately, no, no longer with us, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, he was such a hardcore Spurs fan. And, uh, you know, and before that, I remember watching the Rockets going back to back, you know the championship with the you know the right. dream and all that, but uh, but the Spurs there was just something you know it was something about him. I started watching with my buddy and it was just like you know grinding things out. Mm-hmm. You know there was there was no BS. There was no like look everybody loved Jordan and rightfully so. I I mean the greatest player of all time. You know we love seeing those moments of hero ball, but to seeing people work as a team together for the greater good. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that to me was so much more interesting to see, you know, that, uh, you know, you're, you're only as, as uh, weak as your weakest link. Uh, I guess it's kind of the saying goes or whatever. And, um, and to me, it's just like, look, everybody knew their strengths. Everybody knew their role. And that's, that to me was just like why this team is so successful. I mean, obviously Duncan, the big three pop, you know huge huge in that regard um but I, but i think that team first sort of mentality mm-hmm. i mean my god that's why the spurs yeah. were on a roll for two decades
0: right two right Decades. Exactly.
1: there were children born into this you know growing up not knowing the spurs uh you know missing the playoffs at yeah. all
0: yeah, uh, what, what I I don't know if you're familiar with this. I'm pretty sure you are, being from Corpus and Texas. But the old saying was, whenever it's Fiesta Week in San Antonio, it's usually playoff time. That's what mm-hmm. that's what kids grew up with is that mentality. Like, well, it's it's April, that means a long uh, playoff run or a title. And uh, times have considerably changed. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But you're right, and Nathan, this is this 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 team has is if you just look at numbers, if you're, I don't know if you're how big of a stats guy you are, but just statistically percentage wise, the franchise has a better winning record than the Boston Celtics and the Lakers, Nathan. That's just, just insane.
1: I know that I know. And and even, even comparing it to some other, and it's kind of tough to compare, but even comparing to other sports franchises and I am just, you know, talking about, you know, whether it's NFL or Major League Baseball, things like that. But if you look at winning percentage and just kind of compare there, Spurs are the most winningest team. And, and somebody out there might be able to find find this and call me out on BS, or whatever. But from what I could tell, Spurs had the winniest <laughs> You know, uh, they're the most winningest team sure. in any yeah. North American right uh, franchise. Yeah. And and I would love for somebody to go on Twitter. And and let me know otherwise. Oh, but, Spurs
0: fans will let you know, trust me. They're they're oh. quick to the to the fingers on that. Uh, of course, of course. <laughs> but uh, Nathan, I was, gonna, I was gonna ask you though, you're seeing all that success. You know, you're watching the Duncan era, the Big Three era, but and as great as Duncan is legendary, generational. I mean, what about those other two guys, Manu and Tony? I and mean, we talk about perfect compliments, Tim.
1: I I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You you couldn't have asked for um for a better uh, partners in crime here, I, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, the, the puzzle pieces just sort of fell in, in place because after Robinson left, it was kind of like, okay, so what, what's the next step here? I mean, obviously Duncan is, is still going to be right. a part of this, but who's, who's going to be along his side? Well, I mean, you have this fellow coming from Europe who nobody really knew anything, from, uh, you know, uh, I mean, Argentina playing in Europe, right. Ginobili, mm-hmm. you know, who we find out, is this ambidextrous, uh, you know, Eurostep right. genius. And, uh, and then you have this, this punk kid who's like 18 <laughs> years old, coming over getting under pop skin. Right. You know, roughly it was like 2002, 2003, something like that. And then what does he do? He turns out to be like one of the, uh, you know, one of the top 10, at least like top 10, uh, point guards, you know, well over a decade or so. And, you know, and, and Parker wasn't like the greatest by any means but mm-hmm. but because of uh because of the dynamic of the team and where he fit he was able to excel you know and and be a much better player than I think he probably would have been on any other team
0: absolutely um, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah and you, you mentioned the two decades of excellence yeah it's not common that professional franchises in North American at least I don't know about Euro Soccers, you know, they're probably those dominant teams. But as far as just North America, two decades of, of success. you know, again, we're going to talk about the uh, changes in San Antonio soon. <laughs> but um, it's, it's, I always tell these, these, these kids that they, they just enjoy it, you know, enjoy it well when it was happening. Because I, you know, grew up when they were playing in the Hemisphere Arena. I grew up when
1: oh. Hemisphere
0: Arena was just one level. They didn't it didn't have a two, uh, an upper deck. And then they transitioned to the Alamo Dome, and then they transitioned to what used to be the SBC Center and then now the AT&T Center. But yeah, it was such a great and I and I and I get why you became a Spurs fan and living out in Corpus Christi. You know, it's it's understandable. You it was the right time. They were dominating the area. Uh, you know, South Texas, including mm-hmm. Corpus, was exactly. a part of that. Yeah. That's the, and that's the thing, too, is that I don't know
1: any other team because I don't know if Houston or the Astros or the Rockets ever call themselves like a South Texas team. Exactly, Corpus Christi yeah. is South Texas, and San Antonio is South Texas. And the fact that you like straight up label the Spurs South Texas, it's like immediately have that connection.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, but 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 apparently you can't mention Austin because Spurs fans will just flip tables and start throwing <laughs> the, their TV out the window. Like, don't mention Austin. Not exactly. now. <laughs> he is Nathan Ray Clark. He is uh, from Texas, the big state of Texas, from Corpus Christi. Grew up a San Antonio Spurs fan and Mm -hmm. uh, starred in Modern Family, Two Broke Girls, Glee, Criminal Minds, and starred in a commercial with Hound. I saw photos of it. Nathan was very uh, nice to share that with me. And I was super jealous. We're going to be talking about that later on the show, what other future projects Nathan has that he would like all of Spurs fans, just everybody, San Antonio just to tune in and support him right here on Lockdown Spurs. But when we get back, we're going to dive into the present, the current. And whoo, it's 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 some lean years ahead for San Antonio, or maybe they have been. We're going to get Nathan's thought and how he's dealing with the rebuild. What he's noticing from Spurs fans as this rebuild continues right here on Lockdown Spurs. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about Nissan's most electric player of the week. And that's brought to you by the all-new All Electric 2023 Nissan Ariya today's Nissan most electric player of the week. We're going to have to give it to Colton Johnson. Go, don't look now, but he's having himself a great end of the season. Uh, his three-point percentage has been skyrocketing. He's looking like the player that we thought he would be for most of the season, but he's finally coming into shape. He is definitely our Nissan's most electric player of the week right here on Locked on Spurs. It's electric, brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful. Delivers on duality combination of fierceness and elegance, beautiful but strong, the perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all new all electric 2023 Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at nissanusa.com. Autobots, roll out. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with our fan guest. He is Nathan Ray Clark, an actor from the great state of Texas, Corpus Christi, and he is a big time Spurs fan. And he is making his debut right here on Lockdown Spurs. Uh, Nathan, tell me, this is this true? A little birdie told me that Hound was a very difficult actor to work with. Is that true?
1: Pain in the ass, total. <laughs> this, you know, just uh, you know, I, you know. Working with like with Megatron, that guy was actually really nice behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he he actually you know had gotten like um, uh, during lunch break he hired a taco truck
0: of course, to come in yes.
1: you know for catering and everything. Sure, sure. You know, Hound, you know, uh, okay. When you're filming scenes and stuff, and sometimes you know they have the camera on you and you're supposed mm-hmm. to be looking at the other person. Right. I was never I was never looking at him. They had a stand in for Hound. Oh, it, it's yeah. Like that, huh? Yeah, it, it was it was basically just like an old generator that they had <laughs> in his place. So it was like it's kind of awkward because you want to see the person be able to react, react sure. off of them, but
0: um, yeah, yeah, that was. I'm sorry, go on. No, 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 no. I was gonna just mention real fast that the photo that you shared with me of you uh, in front of Hound. Uh, wow, it, that that thing was it was immense. It was enormous. Yeah, yeah. And you look like was, a little like a little peanut next to it.
1: <laughs> pretty much. That's in fact that was the name of my role was uh, was a uh, peanut PA production <laughs> assistant. Uh yeah, no that was that was cool. Michael Bay actually directed the spot. Mm-hmm. And uh it which at first like they had me go in an audition and they said, "Oh yeah, Michael Bay's directing this." And I rolled yeah. my eyes cuz I was just it, like, "Okay. Look, I grew up loving transformers, you know, back in the eighties and stuff, all the cartoons, the movies, you know, the movies and, and other things that Bay's done. I'm not a fan. And I've right. kind of been one of those geek, one of those, you know, you know, nerd fans, whatever on Twitter complaining about him and stuff. Well, the next thing I know, I get I get booked for this thing. I go in and I work, I meet him on set. He comes up. He's like, hi, I'm Michael. I just want to say, I loved your audition. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, well, oh, shit. I don't like his work. Does it? Does, yeah. does that mean I'm not funny? Is that yeah. what it is? I yeah. don't know. Like, you know, I was confused. But, <laughs> but regardless, like, he's he was like really intense in everything he does. Um, but very very complimentary, easy to work with. Right. Um, and yeah, and then Josh Dumal was there, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that was yes. that was definitely it was cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that just sounds cool. Yeah, and again, you know, that, that photo. You know, I'll probably put it on the uh, YouTube side of uh this show uh hopefully people are checking it out right now uh it's just good to see the behind the scenes stuff and I, I look i make no i don't keep it quiet i am a huge nerd geek you put anime in front of me i'm about it you put transformers i'm about it whatever yeah. so to see so that photo you shared with me i was like wow that is just so incredible so we're 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 running off a tangent here you're here for lockdown spurs not locked on mm. hound being a diva but <laughs> let's gonna dive it right back into this with Nathan Ray Clark uh, so, Nathan, you know, you, you you as a fan, you know, you jumped in during the Duncan years and what a ride it was. And here we are. It's it's a whole different uh, world right now. They're trying to rebuild. It's quite obvious what the assignment is. We know that it is just <laughs> to get that 14 percent in the draft lottery and lock it down. But nevertheless, how has it been for you from transitioning from the Duncan era to what we're seeing now, I mean, they're just getting walloped on the court, Yeah, but yeah. You know, your thoughts on the rebuild and what have you been seeing from fans and, uh, and their reaction to this uh, pretty bad season?
1: Well, I, definitely for me, it has been, it's definitely been frustrating. Um, I think this season I've kind of, my, my frustration, cause, cause we kind of, we already knew from the beginning of the season. It's like, okay, it's, it's draft time. They've got to, you know, they got to go all in on this. So, Mm -hmm. so I feel like the pressure for anything as far as winning games was definitely taken off. Um, But yeah, over like the last, you know, three seasons or so, it's just been so uh, disheartening. And I I remember my brother and I talking about this some years ago. I think this was, I think this is right before 2013, 2014, we were talking about, you know, this is, such a good time to be a Spurs fan and we got dark times coming up once Duncan's mm-hmm. gone. Cause it ain't going to be too much, you know, longer down the road. And, and we're, you know, we're here right now, but, um, and, and other friends of mine that roughly feel the same, some of us aren't talking to each other anymore based on this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's, I, I mean, just crazy to think, you know, before I go further into this, but Spurs have only missed the playoffs eight times you know you know from from 76 until now eight times they've missed the playoffs That's from insane. 76 to 97 yeah. only That's four crazy. times only four times the last four years have been the have been the the consecutive for the rest of the the right. rest of that time missing the playoffs it's insane
0: um you, but, you know what i say nathan the ass clippers fans that grew up a clipper fan like now oh. they're seeing some success, but imagine going through what they went through as a franchise versus yes. San Antonio's. And I hate the Clippers and I hate it. And
1: I, I live out because I, I live out here in LA now. I've been out here for, for a while. So anytime I go see a games, I'm generally going to see the Spurs playing the Clippers. Um, and, uh, and I, I saw the I actually saw the Spurs play the Clippers back in November. Um, I think Kawhi had just come back. Paul George had went off on the Spurs for like seven three-pointers. Um, the, the defense was in such mm-hmm. disarray. The oh, turnovers, yeah. my mm-hmm. God, the turnovers this season. You know, I could pull out my hair. But even watching this game and just how bad they were playing, I was able to see kind of like glimmers of hope. It was nice to see, you know, that the, the youth – We Mm -hmm. hadn't really seen this before with the teams we grew up with. I mean, we're talking about, you know, teams where the average age was, you know, late 20s. Late 20s, right, yeah. Yeah, late 20s into Mm -hmm. 30s. I mean, you would have guys who were like a year away from from getting like a free, like senior citizen dinner at at Denny's or something or collecting Social Security. But but to see all these guys, we got three guys on the team who are under the drinking age. Like to me, that just kind of is crazy. And we're probably about to add another one here. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, not a, big one. yeah but, um, a big one. Yeah, literally and
0: figuratively, a big one.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I but I gotta say, like, they're the nice things about seeing through this season is, I mean, obviously, um, KJ KJ stepping up and being a leader. Um, I mean, the guy's gonna be like, uh, you know, I mean he he as of right now he's he's the great choice for being the number one but he's definitely mm-hmm. going to be a great role player going forward for sure right. and i'm so glad he's you know he's still with the team uh sohan i mean that's it goes without saying i mean the guy can play all five positions i mean the fact that he's adjusted doing the free throws from going from 2 to 1 yeah. and he's jumped up from like 20 25% to like 70 almost like 80% is insane Um, you know he gets a little chippy same thing with Zach Collins as well I I like you know I like we get a little bit of nasty in here I like that too yeah that's that's what this team needs the defense the freaking Mm -hmm. defense I mean I that's the thing it's just like whoever they get next I really really feel like is you know is going to up their defensive game so much better so and uh you know just just from if they get there in that top three or so
0: that top three or four i feel
1: yeah. um uh, you're gonna say
0: oh no well, i was gonna mention you know okay. you're you're mentioning the top three you know and that's right you know that is the that's the big goal is they got to land in that top three right now mm-hmm. it's kind of Secure ish, you know. the The last thing they need yeah. is for this team to be like, "Oh, we we get we get it now. We get you NBA Popovich lessons. Let's mm-hmm. go out on a bang." And the next thing you know is, and with the fifth pick is the San Antonio Spurs. What? Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> you know. See, to me, Nathan, but- that would mark a bad season. If that, oh. if that to me, that would be the worst case scenario. Because mm-hmm. then, what was all this for? Then, if you're just not yeah. going to get yourself a a damn good player which is likely to be one of the top three we know who the number one is is Wemby by the way I don't know if you saw this did you see the mural went up in San Antonio of Wemby I, in I heard uniform?
1: about it I heard I'm like are they temp- are
0: the Spurs are San Antonio tempting fate here are they messing with the basketball gods dude you don't
1: do that stuff you don't do that I've seen that with like was like Boston back in God when was when was Durant drafted again
0: it was like oh my goodness yeah that's a good question i think early 2000s yeah early 2000s i
1: remember him and
0: like and greg
1: odin and i remember draft night and i remember seeing these boston fans with like uh i i think i'm pretty sure it was boston where they had like a jersey made up and durant was on the back Mm -hmm. even something like that i wouldn't do i feel like that was a bit too cocky and they weren't even you know whoever they got and i'm trying to remember who they got in the draft maybe rondo but um in Rondo, yeah I, yeah i i anyways um but yeah just don't don't do stuff like that Yeah. yeah you know yeah. you're like take you're it easy
0: san antonio
1: <laughs> exactly it definitely feels like a jinx once we get the guy then absolutely murals all over the place you know at the yeah. alamo you know go down to the alamo sure. put one
0: yeah um, put 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 up a mural of nathan ray clark whatever you got to do just don't do that
1: don't absolutely do that. Yeah. that 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 might be you know that may that may not be good either that might be jinxing <laughs> everything we're putting up nathan in order to for good luck for Wemby.
0: you're right, you're right um, yeah yeah but no you're 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 right you, you know it has been tough but i think for the most part you know, there's still a segment of spurs fans that are just hating this but i think the overriding feeling is this. the most spurs fans uh, realize that there is a bigger prize the light is at the end of the chapter that could be Wimbana. they could be Scoot Henderson, they could be Brandon Miller. I know what happened happen off the court, but we're just focusing on just on the court right now. Yeah. Uh, that could really change the Spurs fortunes. Once again, we're talking with Nathan Ray Clark from Corpus Christi, Texas. A huge Spurs fan. He reps the Spurs fans out in Hollywood whenever the Spurs make the trip on the West Coast. He's been in Criminal Minds Evolutions, Modern Family, Two Broke Girls, Glee, and so much more. And we're going to get into that much more later. Nathan's going to talk to us about his upcoming projects. Uh, he would like for Spurs fans to check it out and support him right here on Lockdown Spurs. But before we continue, I want to talk to you about our newest advertiser right here on Lockdown Spurs. I'm very, very excited. Uh, it's Mudslingers. Yes, Mudslingers has been a big supporter of Lockdown Spurs, but they're officially on board. So if you stayed up late, catching the end of the last Spurs game, and you need a pick-me-up, Look no further than Mudslingers drive through Coffee. Muslinger's is locally owned, independent coffee, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. They do it fast, friendly, so you can get on with your day. Whether you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, or a Red Bull-infused lightning bolt, that sounds crazy and I gotta try it. They have the drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who want to take it easy. So swing by Mudslingers drive-thru coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix located at 2404. That's 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Life is too short for bland coffee. Grocery, school shopping, and getting a little something for yourself? You know you're already doing it, so why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? Watching your closet grow after purchasing all of this season's latest trends? Also, you know, what about watching your cash back grow with each purchase with Ibotta? Yeah, you got to try out Ibotta right now. You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average basket of groceries has more, more than $50 more expensive at the end of 2022 the beginning of the year due to inflation you can earn two and a half times that in cash back from ibotta or even more depending on how much you use ibotta ibotta gives you real cash back not points other apps give you points that don't amount to much with ibotta you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account paypal or gift cards you can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with ibotta including lowe's macy's sephora best buy and so much more Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners five dollars just for trying out Ibotta by using code Locked when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app. Use promo code Locked. That's I B O T T A in the Google app or App Store, and use code Locked. Autobots, roll out! Right back here on Lockdown Spurs with Nathan Ray Clark, actor from Corpus Christi, Texas. He is all about your silver and black. He reps them. Every time he hits up, uh, the Spurs at least go up on the West Coast. You can make sure to follow him on Twitter right now. He's a great follow. Great follow. Love his uh, profile pic. And it is <laughs> at Nathan Ray Collar. Can't miss it. I think that's a picture of your pup there. Is it a profile picture? Uh, that your, uh, that's uh, that,
1: that's my buddy's dog. I, uh oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I put it up. Yeah, I don't, don't have any dogs uh, at uh, at the moment right now. The wife and I are still trying to figure out what we're getting. All right. Uh, yeah,
0: but uh, you know, let's go and continue our chat about the silver and black. And we're going to get into um, a little fun uh, close of the show in a bit. Nathan's idea, and I and I thought it was really funny. I uh, can't wait to see how we open up this can of worms. But do you think that if the Spurs were to land top three pick, that their fortunes change overnight, Nathan, or is this still going to be a process?
1: So. I think I think what it could be is this. I I think uh, I think everybody can probably agree for the most part. If the Spurs were to get Wemby, I think that's that's probably the biggest different maker difference maker for sure. Uh, I mean, my god, nineteen year old centers is seven foot seven foot four. I know. I mean, amazing. I mean, like even LeBron came out as like this guy's a generational talent uh, athlete. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's it's one of those things where he is, he's the golden ring. He's the one that everybody is going to want to get. And, and rightfully so. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we would, I think anybody would be foolish to, to say anyone else mm-hmm. not to knock any of the other,
0: absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Any of the
1: other, you know, guys coming up in the draft because I think look scoot is going to be an, a, an excellent consolidation prize. And and I mean, mm-hmm. consoli- in, in a good way. I mean, like, look, we need a point guard. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if we don't get the one, you know, Wembley at one, Wembley at one, then we get Scoot at two, and then even if we go to three, I'm I'm actually going with uh, Amin Thompson again. Okay, solid, yeah, solid point guard and also plays lockdown D. Uh, so those are those are the guys I'm looking at. Really, again, like for me, uh, you know, strong offense and then defense as well. D I want to see the Spurs get back to that. I mean, Jesus. He gave up a hundred and an average one hundred and twenty points mm, geez, like, per yeah. game this season.
0: It's, yeah, it's I mean, been bad. Insane. It's. I um, mean, did you did you see the last two games? I mean, Milwaukee. I mean, at least the Spurs I, played for two quarters. I mean, there's that. Yay, you know. Yeah, I, I was I was reading about it. Yeah. Uh, I
1: saw I saw an interview with one of the players for the Bucks, and it was you know, and they were asking him, you know, how it seemed like you know you know, you guys were struggling a bit. And then in the second quarter, you turn things around or something like, it it seemed like the Spurs, what, what this team kind of reminds me of is this is sometimes like, sometimes I would see the Spurs back in the day, they would play younger teams and the younger teams might like get up on them, like in the first quarter, second quarter, maybe build up a bigger lead. I mean, but, but then the Spurs would eventually by come the end of the third or the fourth quarter they would end up turning it around and beating them just because exactly. they, were, they, they were that good. I'm not saying that this Spurs team is as good as those younger teams then, but mm-hmm. it just, it kind of reminds me of that a bit. You know, out the gate, it seems like they can probably start to get up on them on the other team, mm-hmm. but then, you yeah. know, they... <laughs> the wheels come off. Yeah,
0: the wheels go exactly. off fast. But and, and, yeah. and Nathan, it's like in a blink though. You can literally go get yourself a snack with the Spurs up, maybe six, six, seven points and thinking, okay, they're, they're in this, at least they're in a fight. You come back from picking up your snack in your fridge and they're down by 20. What did I just miss? Like what just happened? I mean, that, that's how fast it's been going, but you know, those team tankers out there, they're, they're, they're loving it. And just a little, uh, what nine, we're not including tonight's game versus Washington. So about nine, eight games left in the season, it'll all be coming to an end. But speaking of Wemby, yeah, I just, I don't think he'll transform the 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 um the Spurs fortunes overnight. Remember when Robinson no. came, it was like the next day, it was like bam, they're in the playoffs, like second round, semifinals, Duncan, bam, they're winning the title in what in year two for two or three for him. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. his yeah, in his second yeah. his second season in, yeah, they yeah. they won the title. And I mean, and that's the thing, is I I don't I don't see with Wemby that this that this being um we're not. We're not going to go to the championship like the next year. We're not going to go to the finals the next year. That's just to me, like, yeah, that ain't, ain't going to happen,
0: right, right, right. That yeah. is
1: not going to happen. But you give it another two, three seasons, and mm-hmm. and with with some of the guys that we have right now and them developing and getting older, I guarantee you're going to be back in the running. Back sure. in the. I have like you know absolute faith in that.
0: For sure. Yeah, so. but uh, you know it. It really is great and. Refreshing to know that we, you know, for me at least, you know, for a local San Antonio focused Spurs podcast, uh, to hear, you know, that they're yeah, you know, Corpus Christi has love for the Spurs. You know, you, you represent that, you know, you're out in Hollywood making movies, you know, making the TV shows, and every time the Spurs come to the West Coast, you're there wrapping the, mm-hmm. your Spurs uh, pride. So it's really good to hear that fans love this. They love knowing that you grew up a Spurs fan and you never lost that despite the industry that you're in, you know? And I think that's what's so refreshing and trust me, Spurs fans enjoy every single bit of that. Once again, we're talking with Nathan Ray Clark. He's an actor from Corpus Christi, Texas starred in hit TV shows such as criminal minds, evolution, modern family, two broke girls, glee, and personally so jealous that he got to act in a Michael Bay directed commercial for transformers the last night. Wow. One day, you know, I didn't, I never interviewed him on Lockdown Spurs. I did a written interview with him. He's a director for the DC animated side of things, um, Sam Liu. And I told, I, I asked him an interview. You know, when we're talking, I said, one day you're gonna, I'm gonna find out that there's gonna be a DC movie, animated movie, you put out, Sam, and you're gonna drop in a Lockdown Spurs reference. He goes, maybe one day. <laughs> he's, a huge Spurs, he's a huge Spurs fan. He goes to a bunch of Comic Cons and he wears For his real? Spurs cap. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'll, I'll send you his info so you can just take a peek at it. But yeah, yeah he's uh he's the DC animation director. And every Comic Con awesome. he goes, he reps Spurs. He's a big Spurs fan. And what made him fall in love with the Spurs? Mono Ginobili he said that that's it that 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 did it so of course of course he swat he he saw ginobili swatting that
1: bad and was just
0: like yeah yeah what we're running out of time but i don't want to lose uh nathan quite fast because he has a very fun end of segment uh game and nathan basically the idea is spurs as a tv sitcom what gives so so what i was looking at kind of like a sitcom okay
1: so, you know, that show winning time, have you seen winning time on HBO? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. Lakers so, thing. yeah. Yeah. The Lakers thing. So basically about the Lakers, you know, and Jerry Buss comes in magic Johnson and all that stuff. So what I have is I have a proposed idea for this season, doing a, doing a series like winning time about this season, only calling it losing time and losing time is about how one team is trying to be the worst in the NBA just to get the first. And uh and so I did some casting in here and I'm kind of curious to see what you think. Okay, hit whether me with it, it works or not. Okay, so first one I got for KJ, Michael B. Jordan. Solid. Good pick, really good yeah, pick. I, I think yeah. so. I yeah. you know, looking at them, the the acting chops, we gotta have him. Uh, after this, so for Devin. So for Devin, I was looking at two things. One This guy, Tyler James Williams. Tyler James Williams was the kid from Everybody Hates Chris. Yes,
0: yes. he's on he's
1: on Abbott Elementary right now, and I kind of looked at him. I was like, he's got the acting chops. He's funny. He could do this. (laughs) Or, and this is a completely different stretch. Keegan Michael Key. If you put, because in the face, just looking at the face of Vassal, you know, Vassal and uh, and Keegan, I was like, if you put some hair on his head, I can kind of see that. Maybe that's just me yeah um okay zach collins so zach collins i was looking at i jake paul um which might be a bit of a stretch machine gun kelly again i'm not crazy about these or if we wanted to make him even more comedic and not look at, like him at all pete davidson i would go with pete davidson pete davidson i i think so too yeah i, mean, just I would go with pete davidson yeah tall skinny guys you know uh-huh. he's not he's not aggressive by any means but uh but i i think that uh i think that would be a great choice so for so for Primo Josh Primo cuz oh. he has to be in this because, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. because of the season. <laughs> so uh I got this dude uh Caleb McLaughlin. Okay. Caleb McLaughlin he was in Stranger Things. He played Lucas.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So yes.
1: so I think you know you bring him, bring him in. Uh I'm sure he would do an excellent uh Primo. In real life I'm sure he's nothing like Primo.
0: Yes, nothing like Primo. Uh, yes. We get that very in, clear.
1: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Um, this one might be a little bit controversial and I might get some heat for this, but for Sohan, Jaden Smith.
0: Hmm. Okay. Let me hear
1: you out. Okay. I, uh, I I don't really have a good reason other than I was looking at, I was trying to find young actors who might kind of fit this. And I was like, well, okay. Jaden, Jaden Smith has a name, so that's going to at least get viewers for us. Um, acting experience. I mean, he dyes his hair maybe yep, he does yeah um uh, again his father's probably going to be producing this show so that's probably part of the reason why i'm putting <laughs> him in there that's pretty much it and uh and now to round out the um um to round out the players um uh for jacob pertle will Farrell perfect
0: agree. yes yeah, yes absolutely. stamp of approval yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm glad you approve and then and to be honest like I was looking at other people like Brian Cox for pop uh, yeah. Brian Cox, who was in the show succession. He also played striker in the X X two movie X-Men movie. Um, and then to be honest as far, because I know also we're going to bring back Duncan, Tony and in Manu in this thing. And instead of casting actors to play them, I'm just going to have them play themselves because look, if you watch sure. those Waterburger commercials, <laughs> I mean, clearly, clearly. <laughs> those guys yes. know what they're doing. Yeah.
0: And yeah, they um, they they got some acting chops too with the H E B commercials as well. They got the um, Oh, H oh, E B. God dang, yeah. I said
1: Waterburger, didn't I? That's
0: right. That's right. Sorry. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. That's what I meant. Plus, also Bridgestone for um, uh, for Duncan. Duncan, because, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh wow,
0: you you went to the vault for that one. I forgot I, about I the Bridgestone. Did. You I did. did. Yes. Wow, <laughs> it's been a long time since I seen heard about the Bridgestone commercials with Duncan. Those were short lived. I remember there wasn't that many. Maybe one, one standard one, and that was it. They didn't do a variety of them with yeah. TD. Duncan, I'm going Duncan. to go ahead and oh, I'm going to green light this. Uh, this I'm going to green light the TV show, the sitcom. Now it's done. Thank you. We're Thank done. Thank you very We're much. In. Your pitch awesome. was great. Your pitch Thank was you. awesome. <laughs> he is Nathan Ray Clark, actor from Corpus Christi, Texas. He's been in shows such as Modern Family, Two Broke Girls, and Glee, and so much more. We don't want to let him go without given his chance to brag about any projects he has upcoming, how you can support him, Spurs fans, City of San Antonio, Corpus Christi, Texas as listening in right now. What you got cooking, Nathan?
1: So uh, as of right now, um, I don't have anything that I'm shooting. I actually just shot an episode of NCIS, NCIS Hawaii. That's going to be coming out here, uh, I think, sometime at the end of at the end of April. I don't know the specific date. It's episode two nineteen. It's coming out on uh, CBS, so keep an eye out for uh, for a sexy redhead at the very <laughs> beginning of uh, of NCIS Hawaii episode.
0: Yeah, I saw you um, in your birthday suit, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was just my birthday recently, and uh, yeah, happy my, birthday. Yeah, thank you. For whatever reason, my my stepmom she sent me like these big uh, balloons, two big balloons that were like cakes. I was like, what do I do with these? I'm not like a four year old, and then I realized, oh, that's what I'm gonna do. So I just put a mommy covered up my naked body and posted it <laughs> online for everyone to see. So happy yep. birthday to me! Um, but uh, but yeah, so so I've got the NCIS Hawaii episode coming out. I've got uh, episode of Criminal Minds Evolution that just came out. Well, I say just came out, but it came out at the end of December mm-hmm. last year, uh, and it's streaming right now on Paramount Plus. If you love okay. Criminal Minds, you're a big fan of that show. Highly recommend checking it out. That's, the the season is is great. Um, it's got Zach Gilford who, who plays the, um, mm-hmm. the killer for the season he's from Friday night lights. Um, anyways, uh, da, 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 what else? Oh yeah. So, and, uh, and this has been out for a bit, but I have a, a web series online, um, uh, b- called born losers. You can check it out at born dot Uh, it's, it's great. I make that with, uh, my, my writing partner, mm-hmm. uh, partner in crime, uh, econ Sung, who also is an actor as well. I and mean, you could see him in a ton of stuff. Grey's Anatomy. I can go on and on, but anyways, but yeah, those are the things that I got going on. And, uh, and Jeff, dude, thank you so much for bringing me on here for real. Like no, I don't, I,
0: yeah, I, I hope this is not a, I hope you're not a one hit wonder. I would love to come. have you come back every, every often. Love for I'm, that to happen. I'm going to do my damnedest to, to
1: book a a TV show, like a regular TV show or commercial campaign, just so I can come on here and talk with you for real. I no. live in LA and there's not, clearly there's not many Spurs fans around. Here. No, no,
0: there, there's uh, not. You know, yeah.
1: I, I got my boys back in Texas and that's about it. So yeah. This is a treat I, for me.
0: Yeah. You, well, you're on the wheelhouse now, so you're probably going to get Texas texts from me being like, Nathan, Nathan, can you come on? Please help me. I have nobody coming on. Please, Nathan, help me. So Please. Yeah, you, yeah. you might, you might, that might happen. He is if, Nathan. If, Reed. If, yeah. Yeah. I was is, just going to say, way, Nathan, Oh, I'm sorry. I, didn't mean to... I was just going to say, if I'm
1: not working on set with Michael Bay in the next, like, you know, G.I. Joe's Transformers
0: movie, oh, then, uh, then I'm free. <laughs> Ugh, right in the heart. Right. One day, one day it'll happen. One day. Then I'll get to stage fright. I'll be, Nathan, hey, what do I do? There's a big screen in front of me. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> by the way, before I let you go, you know, there's a friend of mine, Michael Jimenez. I think you know who he is. He's not that. Yeah. You got any little bit of advice for him with the Sohan hate? Just to chill out on that. Don't break the bro code. Oh, I think we leave it at that. That's perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) Perfect right there. He is Nathan Ray Clark. Follow him on Twitter at Nathan Ray Clark. And if you want to look him up, he is on IMDB.com. So go check him out. Uh, Again, big Spurs fan from the great state of Texas in our San Antonio's backyard. It is Corpus Christi, Texas. And he still reps your silver and black out in Los Angeles, Hollywood, but we're going to put a lock in this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Uh, make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube and plenty other spots. So for Nathan Ray Clark, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <music>